Carmela, you know what Pinot Noir is, mm-hmm. but do you know what Pinotage is? I don't. Well, without giving it away, Pinotage is a wine that was invented almost 100 years ago, but nearly went extinct. Wow. Are you ready to learn more and taste and review some Pinotage? I'm ready. Let's do it. Woo! <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Wine Pair Podcast. I'm Joe, your sommelier of reasonably priced wine, and this is my wife and my wine pairing partner in crime, Carmela. Hi there. And we are the Wine Pair. Okay, a quick orientation for those of you maybe new to the podcast. In each episode, we learn about taste and give our honest review of three wines that are reasonably priced between $10 or $20 each and should be easy for you to find. And our podcast, Carmela, is made for people who want to learn more about wine or find new wines to enjoy and really just want someone to talk about wine in a fun way that regular people can understand. Why do you get mad? so mad about it. I don't know. I don't know. You should see him. I mean, you would would think that he was acting for the camera. (laughs) Maybe I am. So if that sounds like you, you are in the right place. And we are proud to say that we are recommended by the editors of Decanter Magazine who call us fun and reverent and entertaining. Carmela, today we're doing something I, that I personally love to do. Okay, give it to me. And that is respond to requests from our listeners. Oh, I love it. Yeah, so a few weeks ago, a listener named Carol reached out and said that she had not heard us discuss Pinotage. Okay. And wondered if we would consider doing a WTF is Pinotage episode. She actually said that. No. WTF is Pinotage episode. Oh, Carol. So you know you what just, I said? You're a woman after our own hearts. I know. You know. So you know what I said? Hmm. Oh my God. I'm probably going to beat that. Okay, so thank you, Carol, for the question and the opportunity to try Pinotage, because I don't think that we've ever had it before. Have you ever had it? That's what I'm saying. I, mean, I just ha- said that. But you haven't. Then. I just said. Wait, have I don't you? Th- I don't think we've ever had it before. I know I haven't. And that is the perfect kind of wine to do in a WTF episode because it is certainly not a varietal that you run into every day. And if you run into it, you Ouch. may get hurt. But oh, it's a wine you bottle, don't run remember. Into it. That's right. But it is one that you definitely see. And one of those that if you're like us, you're like... I don't know what that is. So I'm, I'm kind of curious read about past it. it. Yeah, exactly. But I'm not going to try it because I'm not sure. So right. this is our opportunity to help you understand if it should be in your repertoire. Mm. And also, and Carol, don't be offended if it shouldn't be. If it's we'll, crap, we'll tell, if it's we crap. will be honest here. Yeah. But. And the other thing that I like about it is that it's an episode in which I can use the word as many times as I want to say it because I'm going to say it as many times as I want to. What's wrong with you? I'm going to beep all that. Okay. (laughs) So we're going to talk in a few minutes about exactly what the pinotage is. But before we do that, I did want to spend a few minutes talking about the South African wine industry. Do you know why, Carmela? Because pinotage must come from South Africa. You are so I've been listening. Like I'm just really clued in. You know, and today, a WTF episode is really about learning. Right. It's not about the F word as much as it's about learning. Well, I I feel like you've got your learning cap on already. Oh, how do I look? Good, good, good. thanks. Yes. Pinotage is the signature wine grape and varietal from South Africa, and it was invented there. Hmm. And South Africa, by the way, is probably a bigger wine-growing region than most of us realize. I bet. I don't so, know why, but I because <laughs> you Because I just said it. Yeah. I bet. Well, I this, bet. this may surprise you <laughs> and some other people out there. But according to Wikipedia, which, by the way, is never wrong. Right. I Wikipedia trust. is I trust never wrong. Fully. South Africa is the eighth largest wine producer in the world and the sixth largest exporter of wine. Hmm. 
that's, that's incredible. That's amazing. I would like you would have not have thought that. No, exactly. I wouldn't you wouldn't have been like Mm-mm. no South Africa. You wouldn't have. I don't think that would. I mean, the drip last time the I was tongue. in South Africa. True. I wish I had been, but I've, I've never been. I've never been either. Mm-hmm. I've never been to the continent of Africa, no, but I would neither. like to know. Okay, so South Africa is reported to make about 1.1 billion liters of wine a year. That's about 300 million gallons. So that's mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Now, most of the wine produced in South Africa comes from the Cape region. And I'm not going to pretend that I am an expert on South African geography, okay? okay. Uh, so this is all stuff that I learned on the internet. But the Cape region is the most southern part of South Africa, and it's a good place for wine growing because while South Africa, it's well, it's warm, but also the water and the mountains in that area kind of cool things down a little Uh, bit too. So that's good. uh Good balance. Like wine grapes, like a little hot, a little cold, Mm -hmm. like you, a little hot, a little cold. Okay. Now, South Africa has been making wine for a long time, since the 1600s when the Dutch brought wine cultivation to the region. Unfortunately, and we just have to talk about this, the arrival of the Dutch in South Africa also brought with it a lot of other not-so-great things Hmm. that come with colonization, including the horror of slavery and the scourge of apartheid. Hmm. So, like, we just got to... We would be remiss right, not to, to like pretend that. like that stuff didn't happen. For sure. And there are some things that are important about it, uh, too. So during most of its history in South Africa, the wine industry was, like all other industries, very, very restrictive hmm. in terms of who could own land, who could run wineries, ah. which was not, by the way, the original black inhabitants, right? Mm-hmm. And, and how workers that were not white were treated. So I have a really good article in our show notes. If you go to this episode on our website and look for our show notes, you'll find it there. It's from a website called This Day in Wine History, and they cover the subject. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So now when apartheid did finally end in South Africa, two additional good things happened uh, related to the wine industry. So first, there were reforms that opened up South African wines to the rest of the world, mm-hmm. and fair trade certifications in vineyards there brought changes like ensuring that at least 25% ownership of vineyards was by farm workers, that there were better wages, wow. and worker involvement in the operations and the management of vineyards occurred as well. And so when we say workers, we should all understand that to mean the black original right, inhabitants yeah. of South Africa. Right. So that's a good thing. I mean, 25% could be more, but you know, it's it, everything's got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it was not really also until apartheid ended that South African wines could even be found outside the country because places like the United States wouldn't import stuff from South wow. Africa. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned that Pinotage is sort of the signature wine grape of South Africa. But actually, their most planted and most popular grape is Chenin Blanc. Oh, wow. And we've covered Chenin Blanc yes, in several episodes. And as recently as episode 97, we did it, which wow, is wines that go with Thai food. Yeah, which wines we, that go with Thai food. And we reviewed a South African Chenin Blanc. Oh, my goodness. And we liked it. It was rattling. But it wasn't a Pinotage. <laughs> no, it was a Chenin I Blanc. I know. I'm just saying, okay, okay. Okay, anyway, they also grow a lot of different wines. And so I feel like you took your listening and learning cap off <laughs> and you replaced it with a, Dunch I'm not cap. listening. Yeah, Dunscap. That was good. That was good. Okay, they do grow a lot of different wines in South Africa. Bordeaux-style blends, Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Shiraz, Sauvignon Blanc, Chardonnay. And then like many well-known wine regions, the South Africans have specific designations for wine regions. They call them wines of origin or WOs, so. Italians mm. call it DOC, we call it ABAs, whatever. They call it WOs, and there are about 60 of them. And they, like all the other wine designations, help to ensure that 
the wines are of proper consistency. They are what they say they are, and there should be some good quality there the as well. The wine police. The wine police mm-hmm. are coming. And you don't want to be stopped by the wine police. No. Because they just whine a lot. Okay. One thing that was a dad Bunch joke. Of whiners. I know. One thing listeners of our podcast should know is that South African wines continue to grow in popularity and they continue to grow in quality as mm, well. Okay. And many wine experts, like there's a wine expert named Jancis Robinson. If you don't know who she is, look her up. She's a wine expert. I promise. She thinks that South African wines are a good bargain. So we say maybe get them while they're still cheap. True. Before the prices start shooting through the roof. That's right. And so on that note, I think it's time we learn more about just what the F Pinotage is. And if it's going to be a wine that should be on our list and your list to try. And we have on three. On the A list. On the list. That's right. And we have three South African Pinotages we're going to taste and review. But first... You got to do our shameless plug. That is correct. So we want to thank you for listening to us and for supporting our show. And if you hadn't had a chance to do so yet, now would be a real good time to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a nice rating and review. And we appreciate all of you who have done that already. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you can also follow us and see pictures of the wines that we're tasting and trying today on Instagram at the Wine Pair Podcast. I've also been doing a lot of weird AI stuff. It's so weird. It's so I'm weird. I'm not sure about it. You don't, I'm wondering what people think. They, they think I'm crazy. But anyway. No, it's just... it. it it is crazy. It's weird. Yeah. But that's okay. It's a little entertaining, but... It's odd, oof. but it's also odd. And you notice that like AI cannot figure out hands. It just doesn't oh, do well so with hands weird. and fingers. Yeah. It just doesn't do it well. I wonder what the hang-up is. Let's talk to AI. Let's talk to Let's chat. Call. Let's, Let's talk call. to chat GPT. Okay. okay. You can also contact us on our website, thewinepairpodcast.com, and you can sign up for our email newsletter there. And we have one that's going to come out in just a few oh, in, in a God. week. In a week. Okay. So, and as we do every week, we'll tell you someone we think you should tell about the Wine Pair Podcast. Hmm. And this week, we want you to tell anyone who thinks that they only make good wine in California or Europe because it ain't true. Oh, I kind of like that. And you're just going to like prove them wrong. Yeah, you wine snobs. Wow. Yeah. Not even wine snobs, just like jerks. Ignorant wine Ooh, wine snobs. ignoramuses. Whoa. How about that? That is something. I would not want to be called that, okay? I don't even know how to say it. I don't I didn't say it. Okay. You did. I did. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's learn a little bit more about Pinotage. Okay. Which again, as I said earlier, is a wine that was invented in South Africa. Now, that sounds like a weird thing to say, because it's like, you invent plants, but it's true. In fact, a lot of the wines that we drink today are from grapes that are clones or hybrids of derivatives of different grapes that have been making wines, you know, people have been making wines from for a long time, and Pinotage is one of those. Hmm. So Pinotage was first cultivated, that's a fancy word for saying growed, uh, in South Africa around 1925, so Almost oh, exactly wow. 100 years yeah. ago. And it was a hybrid between the grapes Pinot Noir and Sanso. Now, Sanso is spelled not that way. It's spelled wow. C-I-N-S-A-U-L-T, but it's okay. pronounced I Sanso. I would not have gotten I wouldn't that, have either, right. but I looked it up. I bet you would have. I bet, and I no, I would have said, I would have said Chin Salt. No, I would have really? said Chin Salt. Yeah, yeah, no, but I would have tried to say it and you'd be like, oh, <laughs> you are, what the heck? Exactly. Why do you think it's pronounced that way? Okay, so although it was initially grown in 1925, it was not bottled as a wine until about 1941. In fact, as I mentioned in the intro, Pinotage was almost not a wine at all. Hmm. So here's the deal. The professor who initially started messing around with this hybrid, he left the university 
where he was making the wine, and he left behind his plants. And when they came in to clean out the office, they were going to throw them away. And another professor was like, hold on. And, and, oh and save the day, save the day and save the plants. And wow. then that's, that's, that's history. So thankfully hmm. we have, well, we'll find out if what we're thankful about it. <laughs> no, his name was Frank Pino. No, no, it wasn't. No. But you may be wondering where the name Pinotage came from. Because I said Pinot Noir, but mm-hmm. then I also said Sanso. And it's not Pinot Sanso. It's not. No, apparently. it's not. So the Pinot part, easy to figure out. It is Pinot Noir. But the South African name for Sanso is Hermitage or Hermitage. So it's Pinot Noir plus Hermitage, oh, Pinotage. Okay. That's where the name comes from. Hmm. How do you like that? How do you like that? I mean, that today apples? we are learning so much. I'm just, today. my brain is just like <laughs> blown right now. Full, totally I, full. Totally too don't, full. You know what? Don't ask me to spit this back at you. I'm, I mean, I'm not, I can spit at you, but I won't. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, more. Are you ready for more learning? I can't wait. <laughs> okay. You may be wor- wondering. I'm the worst student. You are a great student because <laughs> at least you're paying attention to hardly yawning. Well, I'm holding back. I'm holding back. Those oh, thank yawns. you. Thank you. I, pre- I appreciate no. that. Now, you may be wondering what this wine is supposed to taste like. Mm, I you guess we're want- going to find out. Yeah, you may wonder, is, does it taste like a Pinot, Pinot Noir? Kind of bright and cherry and all that kind of stuff? Kind of not. Oh, wow. So, evidently, it has flavors like black cherry, blackberry, fig, mint, game, Ooh. banana, oh. and even things like Band-Aid. So actually, oh Pinotage has had a reputation for having rubber. An off, yeah, an off-putting smell of like rubber or paint or bandage. Oh. And sometimes people say it smells hot, and sometimes they say it smells like rusty nails. All of which are things that you you would say. I do not want to put this in my mouth, or maybe I should not put exactly. this in my mouth. Exactly. Oh God, I'm now, worried. No, but they they are saying that the winemaking has gotten better, mm. and a lot of those off putting flavors and smells are not in Pinotage anymore. But we're gonna find out hmm. today. No f- opinions. No are opinions. being Created right now. No, well, there are opinions. There are opinions, but we're gonna be open minded. Mm. Evidently, too, like some of the winemakers, newer winemakers are creating more juicier and more fruit forward kind of wine so we'll find out okay Uh, it's supposed to be also a pretty tannic wine so wine experts say serve it at cellar temperature and let it breathe for about an hour i haven't let them breathe Ah, yet maybe i should do that i probably should do that pop the top that's right and a good pinotage is said to be able to age for five to ten years so you know okay there you go Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be a pretty easy grape wine to grow which is really different from pinot noir so Mm. if you don't know this if you haven't seen the movie sideways or learned about this uh, pinot noir is supposed to be a very finicky grape like me it's like hard it's like hard to grow i would be a pinot Pinot Noir. noir that's right um and it is most widely grown in south africa but it also has grown in other countries like Canada and Germany and New Zealand and states in the United States like California and Oregon and Michigan and Virginia are growing some Pinotage as okay. well. Hmm. And while Pinotage is most commonly grown in South Africa, it really only makes up about 6% of the total wine grapes grown. So it's not like they just are doing bounds and bounds of Pinotage. It's mm-hmm. like they're, it's still relatively small. And it's bottled on its own as a varietal. It's also put into things they call cape blends. So red blends that are, they call them cape blends because cape is where the, you know, a lot of the wines come from. Mm-hmm. And they, they even make a port from it, evidently, oh, if yeah. you're into that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, like in a lot of places, the best Pinotage may not be making it out of South Africa. So mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what we think of these wines. And I'm curious if people have been to South Africa and tried Pinotage, if they're like, 
you guys, it is wonderful. It's unbelievable. I don't know. We're going to find out what did we think. Did Carol give you a reason why she wanted us to review this? She didn't. try she, it? She didn't she, say, like, I am a huge fan or uh, she's not a winemaker or tied to anything. She, she just, didn't give any reason. She just asked if we would do it. She doesn't hate it and she just wanted No, it. no. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe she secretly wants to see if we like it or hate it or whatever. But she know. just asked. Has she, she didn't give it? any. She never, she didn't say one thing. Oh, my God. Okay, one more time. Why do you think... (laughs) I told you. She just said... Nothing. Yeah, I noticed you haven't done Pinotage. Would you do it? Okay. So that's it. Okay. Okay. I believe you. Are are you full of information now? I'm so... I'm bursting. (laughs) Okay. I might explode. Oh, boy. I think... I don't want to I make need a to comment. drink the wine. Woo. Okay. Well, before we do that, I do want to talk about the wines that we chose for this episode of Carmela. You're killing me. I know. You're killing no. me, Smalls. Okay. So as usual, all the wines we've chosen for this episode are under $20. Duh. And all of them should be relatively easy to find because I bought them all on wine.com. Oh, so nice. at least there's a reasonable chance there, that you can get them. that. Now, I do think the Pinotage is not one of the easiest f- wines to find, but... If you go to a big wine shop or one that specializes in new world wines, you're probably going to find some. You know, I think even like Total Wine and those kinds of places, they'll have a Pinotage or two. Yeah, like if they have South African wines, they're going to have some. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay. So the first wine we're going to drink is called Fleur du Cap. You know, the flower of the hat or mm-hmm. the head or whatever. Mm-hmm. Pinotage. And it's a 2018 vintage. So it's it's five years old. So right. it's, it's aged a little. Age. So that's yeah. good. Okay. The winery says they make this wine in the contemporary style, which oh. I believe means that it's like fruity and juicy. Like I said, the new some of the newer wines in uh, Pinotages are being made. They also claim to be environmentally friendly. Oh. I'm friendly with the environment. Oh. So I'm not exactly nice. sure what that means. But they do say they use low intervention methods. The winemaker says they use pump over extraction to avoid harsh tannins. So basically that means when you extract the wine, it's like you're trying to get as much flavor out of it as possible. There's a cap on the wine, like a a cap of crap on top of the wine. Sometimes they push it down, but in this case, they're pouring the wine over it. So it's a little gentler than pushing the cap down. Okay. So anyway. How nice. Yeah. So, and and they also use natural malolactic fermentation, which can make the acidity in wine be, be a little bit more mellow, mm. give the wine a little bit more mouthfeel than that sharpness of acidity can okay. sometimes do it. And then before bottling, they say they store the wine in second and third fill French hmm. and American Who's oak Phil? bottles. Well, Phil, I don't know who Phil is, hmm. but uh, he might be related to Mr. Taj. No, oh, no, nice. no, no, no. Uh, basically, that just means that it's not brand new oak barrels, but mm-hmm. barrels that have been used in the past. So they're going to be a little more mellow. More environmentally friendly, perhaps. True, too. that true. Mm-hmm. So the next one we're going to drink is the 2021 Leveland Pinotage. I think it's pronounced Leveland. Okay. Uh, this is uh, 2021 is pretty new, so it hasn't aged uh, yet. So it might be a little bit on the harsh side. We'll find out. Now, this wine is made with a small amount of a blending grape. And different years, they use different blending grapes. And this year, they used 5% Grenache. Mm. And so Grenache can help to make wine a little bigger body. It can give, make it more austere, mm. which means like... It's not, so you know, it's serious. Yeah, yeah. And it hasn't quite opened up. It's a little bit more restrained, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I also couldn't find out a ton about this wine, but the story of Leveland Vineyards is kind of interesting. So the vineyard was founded in 1865, but a group called Man Family Wines, M A N, Man Family Wines, which is named after the first letters of the wives of the guys who owned the, or started the winery, they bought it in 2017. And they they make wine for wine geeks, and so they're trying to they're trying to make good everyday wines. So that's kind of up our alley. 
For sure. Okay. Now, this next one is weird, Carmela. I'm just okay. going to say this next wine is weird, and I'll explain to you why. So this is called Barista Pinotage. It's also 2021 vintage. And barista wines are not named that way on accident. Hmm. It seems weird, but here's the explanation from the website. Okay. Barista is a brand developed by a guy named Burtis Starbucks Forey. Yeah, okay. he goes, a barista is someone who's an exceptional level of skill in coffee preparation mm-hmm. and is known for his or her signature style of coffee, a term which aptly describes Burtis and the name of this wine as a coffee pinotage. Oh. It's a coffee pinotage wine. It's a style that he pioneered over a decade ago, and it draws out the coffee-like aromas from South Africa's signature pinotage grape, and they call it the creme of the pinotage blends. Wow, that's so, going to be interesting. Yeah, so it really is. It's it's a thing. Yeah. Like, it's a thing. Wow, I like that. And I guess this guy, he kind of stumbled upon it by accident. Hmm. So he was going to ferment some pinot- pinotage, and they didn't have enough stainless steel tanks, so he just fermented it in oak. And it's some combination of the toasted oak barrels and the strain of yeast they use and the pinotage itself that creates this thing called coffee pinotage. And they're not the only ones who make it. The coffee pinotage is a style, and it's considered the most controversial style of pinotage. Oh my gosh. Which I can understand. Because coffee is not usually a flavor I would associate with wine or even necessarily want to but associate you, with you wine. you do love coffee I as love much as coffee. wine, probably. I love coffee, but I don't know that I want coffee wine. I like, this will be really interesting. I bet it's going to be good, but this is the only one with that sort of signature coffee. As far as I know. Okay. And it's interesting because the wine is called Barista. So they're not even trying to hide they're it. They're not messing they're, around. No, they're, like, they're like, we make right. coffee pinotage. Okay. So I like that. We have some really good articles in our show notes that you can look at and learn more. But I think we need to get drinking. Mm, I'm ready. What do you say? I say yes. Okay. We'll be back in uh, 10 seconds after we take a quick break. Okay. Okay, we are back and we are ready to try our first Pinotage. I'm so excited. The first time ever. Oh my Pinot- God. I think. I don't know. We'll see. Okay, okay. this is the Fleur du Cap Pinotage. Okay. Fleur is F-L-E-U-R. It's from South Africa. It's 2018. It was $13.99 at wine.com. 14.5% alcohol. So Ooh, decent. Wow. Gonna yeah. get crazy tonight. 100% Pinotage as far as we know. And Wine Enthusiast actually gave it an 89. So what are you smelling? Uh, okay, so I'm getting some some cherry on it. Kind of a Black, dark, a dark, dark cherry. cherry. Yeah, I would I say I was thinking dark a cherry. little bit more like maybe plum or blackberry too. Mm, okay. To me, it's got some heat. Like I can smell some yes. heat on it yes. and a little bit of wood. And I was kind of and thinking. And wood, huh? Is that you said? Yeah, I was going to say like it's a little smoky. Yeah, definitely smoky. And I was kind of thinking it smells to me a little bit like a Cabernet Sauvignon. Mm. Don't you think? Yeah. It's got some of that like new world heat on it. Yeah, it does. It definitely. It's big. It's, it's rich. Kinda, it's it's kinda, rich. <laughs> made me cough. I don't Who's know rich? who rich is. Who's rich? But it's a little rich. All right. A little we, one. Should we, anything else you're smelling or should we just try this? Let's do it. Oh, wow. Wow. Ooh, it's tangy. It's really, it's Sour. much, much different flavor than I thought we were going to get. Not as fruity. Not as cherry and... No. Not as rich, even. No, it was like mm. kind of tangy and tart on the front end. It's like a sour cherry. Yeah, I was surprised by that because the, ri- the the smell is much richer and deeper than that. Like mm. it doesn't have the taste of a Cabernet to me. No, no, but it's almost like like a Rainier cherry. 
I think more tart, almost raspberry tart. Okay, okay, yeah. It's definitely, it's even like, I can't put my finger on it just yet, but I mean, there's even like a, like a crunchy plum, like those red, you know, like a red well, plum, not an Italian plum. Yeah, I'm with you. You know, like it's almost like there's a crunch, like an unripe plum. When I've mentioned this, I, I get that. Like, I think the crunchiness is the skin. And I've said this before. This has a little bit of taste to me, like red grape skins. Yeah, a little like, bit. Almost like I can taste. You know what I mean? Like when you, I know I've said this before, like when you're a kid, did you ever peel your grapes and then you ate the skin and it's got that real tannic? Not really, and, but I know what you're talking about. And, and I, that's what it tastes like to me. It's actually pretty grapey. Yeah. I think this wine is it, grapey. It is, but it's so, yeah, it's a definitely like a crunchy fruit. It's, it, there's something really bright, but like tart bright mm-hmm. on the front end. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, it's a little shocking. I would yeah. say it's a little shocking. It's, a little bit of, it's definitely surprising. Yeah, especially compared to the smell because again i was like oh it's gonna be a, like a a fat flabby cabernet and it's not no i wonder if the alcohol content too kind of does that and probably some Maybe. of the pinot too pinot noir in there. right right hmm. um not but, as smooth as i was thinking no too. i i was mm-hmm. surprised and this is five years old although we didn't we did not open these wines ahead of time and we probably should have so we're just gonna have to like deal with that my, mm. my feeling is it probably would mellow out after a little bit of time hmm. what food might you pair with this pinotage um, what about you? I'm trying to think on this one. It's a steak. It, to me, it's steak. Red meat. Yeah, yeah, it's red like meat. Like a red meat wine. Grilled foods. I think it's more, it's a cookout kind of wine. Yeah, and I think it's kind of, it actually is kind of casual. Like, yeah, it could be a backyard barbecue, like you said, grilled foods. Yeah, I could see like even a burger. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to leave this wine in this glass and kind of, I know you're looking at me like I'm going to spill it, but I'm not. (laughs) I'm going to leave this wine in its glass. And after we try the last one, I'm going to come back to it and see if it's mellowed out at all. Oh, good idea. You know, just because we haven't really. Give it another chance. This might be a wine that does really well, like decanting. Like it may Ah. need some decanting Mm. and aeration Mm. in it uh, because it's pretty sharp right now. Right. But I I think grilled food, uh, red meats, that kind of thing. Okay, well, we're going to rate this one. And as a reminder to our friends there out in listening land on our rating scale, we rate on a scale of 1 to 10. There's no halvesies. There's no, you know, 2.8. It's a 1, 2, 3. You get solid numbers. And a 7 or above means that we would buy it. And a 4 or below means that we're going to pour it down the sink. And a 5 or a 6 means, you know, we'll drink it and we were not offended by it. It's fine, but we're not going to buy it. So, Carmela, what would you give this wine? I think, you know, it's difficult. This is my first Pinotage right. ever. 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 So it's difficult for me, but I, I'm going to give it a six because I kind of want to see what other the other two bring us. Okay. What about you? I, I'm going to give it a five at this okay. point. Like, to me, it's like, it's not, I'm not really enjoying it. I'm not hating it. Hmm. I mean, I would drink it. But I'm not ready to invest uh, in another. No, wine. not not at all. Or even the glass. And it's kind of on the edge. Like <laughs> okay. it's very Menza Menza to me okay. about what what I would do with this wine. So we're gonna. I'm gonna let it sit though. I'm gonna let it sit for another 20 minutes and see if it mellows out. But on that, we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna try our next wine. Okay. Okay, we are back and we're ready to try our second Pinotage. This is the Leveland, L-I-E-V, Leveland Pinotage. It's from South Africa. It's 2021. This one was $14.99. Got it at wine.com. 13.5% alcohol. And this is the one that's a blend. It's 95% Pinotage and 5% Grenache. And Carmela, what are you smelling? (laughs) Kind of getting the Band-Aid. I'm getting the Band-Aid. Rubbery. It smells like rubber. It's a little bit... Oh, this is... I don't even like to say it, but... 
kind of, and I know this is, I don't know if this is a thing for red wine, but it smells a little bit like cat pee. I don't know about cat pee. I think or it something. smells a little bit like caca. Something it's got a little caca. A little offensive. A little so bit saying, potty. A little bit of a. I'm getting rubber band. Mm. I mean, rubber band, band aid. I don't know. I'm not getting much fruit at all. No. Hmm. Maybe banana. A little bit of creaminess? Maybe. We're really stretching here now. No, I'm serious. Like maybe a little, like I know that's one of the smells, but like one of their, maybe I'm getting a tiny bit of banana. It's funky. Maybe. It's kind of, I would say it's just kind of smells like I'm in a alleyway. Yeah. That, that, wow. That is <laughs> urine. Um, no, like we were saying at the break, the previous wine, even though the taste was a little bit surprising, the smell was like really, really rich nice. and nice. Yeah. This one... Does not have a great smell. No, I'm just and I have been swirling it a lot. I mean, just to say, and that could really be doing something to it, but it is, it is not, I don't, I'm not getting any fruit on it. No. All right. I'm going to try it. I'm just going to go in. This is one of those, I'm not sure we should drink it, There's but we're going to drink it. something else that's on there. All right, you, you, you mm. figure that out. I'm working on it. Ooh, this is really different. It tastes better than it smells. It's vinegary. It's vinegary, know. but it's like maybe I don't know. I feel like it's got it's like just different. The whole thing is different. I'm getting tart red fruit. I'm not getting. I didn't get vinegar. I don't think. You don't think? Let me um, see. <laughs> I, I'm getting a little bit of that rubber and band aid, but I, I'm getting tart red fruit. It's weird though, too, because I raspberry. Yeah, I guess maybe a little bit. I'm getting um. But like one that you, you I'm getting a, cr- a dried cranberry. You, but you bite into it and you're like, Ugh. you kind of spit it out and you're like, it's like you Ooh. really are having a, str- a much stronger reaction to this one than I am it, for sure. This is weird coming from like a red wine too, but it tastes kind of pithy, like a pomegranate pith. Like you, like, you yeah, you've kind of been saying some of these white wine kind of things. I don't know why. I it is very pithy, skin rind. Too much, like maybe you bit into, like I said, like like a pomegranate on it or something. Like okay. you're getting into actually, that skin. I could, I could, like, that you're not supposed to actually eat. Yeah, yeah. And you kind yeah. of go, oh gosh, I, get, I bit in it too, too far. Uh, that's, that's really interesting. I'm getting a red fruit. I'm getting, it's like almost like an underripe mm-hmm. berry, mm-hmm. like a a raspberry that or a strawberry that just hasn't like quite ripened up. I'm getting a little bit of bramble, you know, like the uh, right, you know, earth. Like there's a little earth, earth on earth. it, yeah, definitely there's a little like earth on dirt, it. a little dirt, mm-hmm. a little like I'm uh, getting a little of that, for yeah, sure. like a furry leaf, you know, sometimes on the oh. strawberries, you have kind of like oh. that furry oh, leaf. Okay, and that's better. That's what I'm talking about, Ooh, so not helps. like a rotten leaf, but you know, like that. It's kind strawberry of like a leaf. green strawberry, green strawberry, yeah, a green strawberry, kind of a gr- like strawberry, a strawberry, strawberry, yeah. green strawberry. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, mm. I'm not loving it. What food would you pair with this wine? I'm not really sure I'm going to be drinking this whole glass or having it with food. What would you have? I mean, I guess you'd have to have a headache. Something. I might have a headache with ooh, it. Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's um. I think you want something like a a big bold roast, something that's going to kind of mask this, like a beef yeah, roast. a roast. I could see a roast or a stew, yeah, like something really like potatoes and meat in a gravy, right? And hot. I don't know why. I feel like it needs you. You want a nice. <laughs> You want to mask the flavor as much as humanly yeah, possible. I'm not really sure I'm going to finish this. I don't. It's weird because I don't. Like, I, it's giving me a little bit of a I mean it. Like, it's got kind of a rubbery, like it's rubber cement. But I'm not. I don't know why. I'm like. Your not, head's, I don't know if this is weird, but it's kind of growing right now. <laughs> Something's like bigger than usual. Yeah. 
God, I've got like five heads. You know, I've got like a... Ma- Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen me in person, I have a huge cranium. Anyway. Um, and me, on the other hand, not sm- so The big. smallest head ever. Like, I don't even know. Anyway. Our picture, we look great together. <laughs> anyway, um, so on this one, the rating I'm having trouble with, because I feel like I should give it a four, but I'm not going to. I'm going to give it a five. I'm going to give it... What are you oh, going to wow. give it? Oh, wow. Oh, I'm going to give it a four. I'm not going to finish it. Okay. I would find I a way feel like to I get should rid be, of this. I don't know why. I feel like I should be giving it a four, but I just don't. I won't. I don't know why I maybe won't. Maybe because of Carol? I, I don't. Maybe it's Carol. Unless I, this is like a joke and Carol's like. Carol might be effing with us. She might be like. Carol. Can't, how did you even Carol, give it a four? Why she, would you do this to us, she Carol? She might be wondering why we even are giving it a four. No, I don't. I don't know. I feel like I really feel like I should be giving it a four, but I won't. Mm. I don't know why. Mm. Because it's not killing me. It's not killing me. It's not like ugh. I don't know. I, I would I just, not buy it. Well, no, and I just kind of feel like even at a like drinking it at a party, I think I would set it aside. <laughs> well, here's the other thing: why I should give it a four. I'm not going to drink it tonight. Like I'm not going to drink it after this. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to continue. Are you going to, drink to pour it, it down? The yes. Sink. Okay, so that's telling. I know you I should give it a four, but I don't know why. Let me think about it. Okay, Let's fine. try this coffee one and then I'm roll. curious about the coffee I am t- one. And I want to try the la- the first one again. Okay. I've been out for we a while. Wanna, and then I'm going to give my final rating on all these. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Okay, we are back and we're ready to try our last wine. It's a screw cap. And that might be the only thing that's uh, appealing about this wine, but it's called the Barista Pinotage. It's from South Africa. It's a 2021. It was $17.99 at wine.com. It's 13% alcohol. It's 100% Pinotage. And Decanter actually gave this an 88. Okay, I all I have to say, don't swirl it, it smells like coffee yeah but not, absolutely but not like a cappuccino it smells like black coffee well, it smells that like acidity. coffee beans to me mm-hmm. like like Oof. like somebody it's no I, i'm not you don't mind it i'm, I'm like totally off so put by it it yeah. smells like burnt coffee to burnt me it smells coffee. like burnt coffee. i mean i one thing i will say is that they stand behind the coffee Influence oh, or flavor. No, they're not hiding it. No, they call it, it a coffee pinotage. In fact, I'm I'm thinking to myself, like, you go. You go, barista. You be you. You be you, barista. Right. I mean, if you're going to be you, be you. And they are absolutely embracing this coffee smell. I'm I getting actually, it. I actually think it smells better to me when it's swirled. Okay, so and I'm trying not to swirl it as much this time because I was swirling it. But I'm getting intense coffee yeah, beans. But when I swirl it, I actually get a little bit of black cherry. I get a little bit of plum. I get a little oh, bit okay. of fruit on it okay. when I swirl it. So mm-hmm. I actually prefer... Sometimes when you swirl, you get a little too much earth on it. Mm-hmm. This one, I'm getting more fruit on it. Okay, I'm going to give it a little swirl then to myself. I am not minding the smell because it's pretty intense coffee smell. I mean, right away, I was like, yep, it's... Smells like coffee. I'm getting a little bit of that rubber. The last one, yeah, man. I, I missed the coffee when I when I swirl it. I'm not smelling the coffee as yeah, much. I get a little mm-hmm. bit of rubber on it. I'm not getting a ton of fruit like you are smelling, but I I am getting a little bit. You know what it actually smells like? It smells like a band aid box. The cardboard box. Yeah, but mm-hmm. not the band aid. The band aid box. Okay, okay. I'm. I don't. It is one of those things. I'm like, should we really be drinking this? But let's see. Boy, he's downing him. Wow, it's tart. How are these wines so tart? You're so it's funny because I'm not getting exactly the same taste as you. It's pretty tart. Oh. It's got red fruit. It's not nearly as bad as I thought it was gonna be. No, it's not actually 
This to me almost tastes like grape juice. Really? Yeah. God, I I don't. I feel like. Are you sick or something? Because I don't feel like our taste buds are kind of on the. Maybe I am. (laughs) Maybe I am. I can taste the coffee aftertaste. Faux show. Okay. But it's almost like there's a creaminess to this wine, like a creaminess to the body. It's almost like a coffee ice cream taste to me at the end. Like that's what it's smelling to me like too is a coffee ice cream. Hmm. That's what I'm getting. Okay. Okay. Oh, ice. I'm I'm getting what you're getting. I mean, I'm understanding what you're Are you getting that flavor at all? I mean, a little bit. I, I I'm again like I'm smelling coffee. I'm not tasting coffee as much. Um, uh, okay. One of the things that they said was Sianic. One of the things they said was game. And I am getting the taste of meat and the okay. aftertaste. Of yeah, it. I would these say. These have really strong aftertaste, these wines. Mm-hmm. And this one probably is the meatiest mm. tasting of it, too, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's, that's why I don't, it's not very, to me, I'm not getting a ton of fruit. That's these. It's very are, tart. Look, very tart very fruit. They're very interesting. They're definitely, and my kids sometimes say that's not a great uh, descriptor yeah, yeah. for me. But they are unusual. That's mm-hmm. what I should say. They're unusual. They're, it's kind of fun to try something Well, this very is really different. fun. I mean, yeah. this one is really, because I'm like, what the hell is a coffee wine? Like, this is really interesting. It's, I mean. It's coffee beans, the smell. I, this is the kind of wine I think your dad would be like, this is terrible. Never drink this. But I'm kind of enjoying trying it. Yeah. I can almost see, this is going to sound really weird. And you people are going to be like, what is wrong with her? But I could see throwing in <laughs> a couple ice cubes. Oh, I don't, I wouldn't disagree with that at all. I mean, it tastes like juice to me. Like I could almost down it like wow. juice. Yeah. I don't know why. Wow, you're very... getting a lot more juiciness out of well, this. Well, like I'm getting just like a tart grape juice, like that grape skin juice hmm. that you would buy just like a, what is that popular brand of juice? Welch's. <laughs> <laughs> you just, yeah, he's so... Disgusting. Yeah, but yeah, it tastes like Welch's grape juice. There's you... something in this, it's grapey. It is grapey. Mm. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. It's very grapey. And the aftertaste on these wines, like, I generally don't like an aftertaste on the wine. I want it to clean off the tongue, but they have strong aftertaste. There is something very smoky, charred mm-hmm. wood, mm-hmm. like like burnt, like you've been at a campfire and mm-hmm. you breathed in too much smoke Ooh, mm-hmm. to this wine. Mm-hmm. It's definitely got this coffee, kind of coffee ice cream or something aftertaste. It's really crazy. It's, it's the craziest wine I've yeah. ever tasted. It's like, you know, it reminds me of, is like um, Harry Potter, the bot, what are they called? The beans. With the with, oh, like the any flavored beans, yeah, and you and, get the, like um, the vomit flavored one, right? Exactly. That's kind of reminds me of like vomit flavored. No, but I'm just saying it's like you don't expect it to taste this way, not at but all. But it's like kind of this fun little game we're playing. Uh-huh. It's a fun game. <laughs> okay, so what are they uh, called? Jelly fl- beans. The yeah, jelly yeah, beans. They have okay. many flavored. No, they call them many flavored beans. They don't call them jelly beans. Okay, mm-hmm. what uh, food would you have with this pinotage? Um. I think again, I can like grilled foods. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think yeah. you need. I mean, you can grilled do pizza. and charred. Do- I think you need charred. That's what I was gonna say. Pizza, like a charred pizza. A I could wood see. fired pizza mm-hmm. with uh, yeah, like charred marks, and you could do like a. You could. I could actually even see like a puttanesca, a okay. rich. Okay. Um, you know, spicy, spicy Italian pasta. Yeah. Sauce. Okay. All yeah. right. Okay. Hmm. What uh, rating would you give this wine? I'm gonna give this. Is this. I mean, I would finish it. I think I will give it a six. Okay. I'm giving this one a five 
as well. I think I've been five on all of these. You've been five on all of these. I, so I'm going to actually go back. I'm going to, I've had oh, that, the yes. first one, the Fleur de Cap, like kind of sitting there. Okay. And I want to see what it tastes like now. Okay. I mean, it hasn't been that long. It's probably been another 20 minutes, but still. Okay. He's walking over people. I'll give it's you the play by play. It's not that. He's strutting oh, over yeah, there. No. <laughs> okay, folks, that's the end of our show. We have lost Joe. Okay. He's trying it out. He's looking as if. It's so he, funny because, oh, I can't. I gotta, yeah, come on over. Give us the lowdown. Okay, this is what I think. This, what I think is the coffee pinotage. <laughs> is hanging around. It's hanging know? around. Oh. It's hanging around. Like so it, you it's almost maybe you over. need a cracker? I probably do need a cracker. To just kind of cleanse your palate? I don't know, but I'm going to give the fleur, I'm giving it a six. Oh, okay. So we're bumping it up, babies. Yeah. And I'm giving the Leveland a four. Because it just, the aftertaste after a while was just like, I can't get Band-Aid out of my mind. Yeah, I think, I know they use that as one of their tasting profiles, but I feel like that's what your wine tastes like. That's not That's not so good. Okay, so which of these are you going to finish tonight? I'm going back for the barista. Are you really? Yes. I love it. For sure. I love it. I found it. that the most interesting. I love that it really stuck to whatever they were going for. They were going for this coffee taste, and they hit it. Okay. You, that's good. It's because weird, a lot of times we've been choosing the same wine, and this time we're choosing different wines. Yes. I like it. All right, let's talk about the taste profiles expected from Pinotage. In general, black cherry, blackberry, fig, mint, game, or wild meat, banana, tropical fruit, earthy, herbal or bramble, and Band-Aid. Okay, so the Fleur de Cap Pinotage. The winery says, on the nose, it shows ripe fruit such as plums and a hint of black currant, finishing an oak spice, full-bodied on the palate with ripe plum and other berries standing out. Well balanced with a lingering aftertaste for sure. Lingering. Wine enthusiast said spicy, medium bodied red. Aromas of cumin and strawberry reveal in the glass. We said mm, strawberry, didn't mm-hmm. we? Uh, strawberry accented by paprika and white pepper. Everyday wine with good acidity, slightly green tannins. I agree with that. Long finish. Okay. Leveland. The winery says a modern, elegant style of pinotage wow. with vibrant aromas of cherry and raspberries mm. and a hint of cedar and vanilla from the oak maturation. Okay. Sorry. Wow. Sorry. Let's go to Wine Wizard. They said crimson-edged G- deep cerise. I don't know what that means. Perfumed black fruit aromas. Whiffs of violets, notes of bilberry, and morello cherry. What? Bilberry? Yeah, bilberry. I don't know. All these things I don't know. Mm. Opulent, yet restrained with plenty of nuance in the mid-palate. And a pretty savory edge to the finish. No. Sorry. You guys are lying. You're lying. And the barista. You guys are drunk. They're drunk. <laughs> the barista says, the winery says, a burst of ripe mulberry plum and maraschino cherry meld with nuances of vanilla and mocha. Luscious tannins make this an accessible wine ready to be enjoyed. The winemaker FAQ says the flavor profile includes a burst of intense, rich coffee and chocolate aromas with ripe nuances of banana, cranberries, cherries, and plums. Aroma, uh, vanilla, and butterscotch. Majestic Wine says has an intense nose of coffee. Agree mm-hmm. with that. Chocolate and cherry with savory notes on the finish. And Decanter said, I, I think this might be a different one. Decanter said fresh nose of peaches and what? dark berries. That's a lie. With touches of wax. I can get that. And violets. Ripe and approachable tannins. Ooh, I think it's the different, a different one. If you don't get coffee when you put this in your nose. You've missed it. <laughs> it's, so, it's so overpowering. I cannot taste the other wine. I I'm really, having trouble uh, this, with it. You know what? This is an experience in itself. Like yes. if you want to just taste this wine one night, it's kind of a blast. Yeah. So listen, we've been talking about this. Carol, thank you. We want yeah. to thank you. So although this may not be our highest rated wines, 
this was an experience and super happy to do it and right. thrilled. Like, and here's the other thing. Just because we are not rating them seven or above doesn't mean anything. No. You may like it. You may not like it. Whatever. You got to take your taste against our taste and kind of like de- define what you like. And that's fine. Like, mm-hmm. don't agree with us just because, you know, we are the coolest couple on the planet <laughs> with the cool AI you should see images. Us. We are so cool. Mm. It's a Friday night and we're sitting in our basement with headphones on. <laughs> that's how freaking cool we are. want to be us. You want to be us. Someday you want to be us. I mean, when you're, yeah. (laughs) When when the plan is about to end. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) Carmela, it's just about time for us to go. But before we do, we want to thank you very much for listening to us. And if you haven't done so yet, now would be the perfect time to subscribe and leave a super nice rating and review. And that's a free way to support us. Because we don't, we don't charge you money. No. Um, We'd love to hear from you. Thank you again, Carol. We want to hear from any of you. Is there a wine or wine region or something you're curious about? Send us a note. Joe at the winepairpodcast.com. You can leave us a message at our website, thewinepairpodcast.com. Sign up for our newsletter. We have uh, a new newsletter comes out March 1. And with that, we are going to sign off. And so thank you again. And we'll see you next time. And as we like to say, life is a short, like me. So stop drinking shitty wine. <laughs> <laughs>